Hey guys, I'm Samit along with my co-host Om. Welcome back to another episode on the Gravity Podcast, a podcast totally dedicated to motivate and inspire. We are privileged to have today. He's a portrait and a fashion photographer. Works with Vanity Fair, British and American Vogue, GQ, Interview, Harper's Bazaar, Time and Newsweek. Without further ado, we'd like to get him on air. Jason Bell everyone. Hi. Hi sir. Um before we get into, you know, the today's topic, we would uh would it be fine if you could share something about yourself to our listeners out there sure um so i'm english and i grew up in london and uh started my career in london um i went to before that i went to oxford university and did politics philosophy and economics uh, which is a bit of a strange uh training for a photographer uh but you know that was the sort of just what i did after school and really there i you know realized that what i wanted to do most was be a photographer um so i came back to london from university and um started working there and then i spent the next probably 10 years working mostly in london and then i started going to new york more and more uh and eventually got uh, an apartment there and uh you know then started really living between the two cities and then uh, also traveling to LA quite a lot um and you know just kept on i travel a lot for for work and you know kept okay. on moving for my career um in terms of photography when did all of it start in terms of your passion in terms of the interest you have for photography um that's a good question because i think people often ask me you know um when did you decide to be a photographer and and in a way i it was never really a decision i just sort of always was um you know my family have photographs of me as a little boy of you know 5 or 6 and but so my family have photographs of me as a little boy at you know 5 or 6 years old holding a camera and uh so i was just always interested in in pictures and i think when i went to school at about 13 or 14 um i got the keys to the school darkroom and that really made it uh more sort of serious for me the idea of really creating a picture from scratch you know that you put the film in the camera and then you would process the film and print your own picture and i just found that very magical and so that really um, made me much more serious about it and then when i went to university um i started working for the university newspaper and the university magazine and you know in lots of ways that was like my job now because you know i would be commissioned to go and photograph someone um and you know i'd have say 30 minutes with them and have to come up with a you know a picture for the cover of the magazine um and i think that was the moment that i really decided okay this is this is what i want to do for a living you know let's i'll finish my degree and that will be my sort of backup plan but you know when i'm done i want to go back to back to the city and you know really start working okay so um obviously uh there has been a transition in the in you know the generations of the camera uh compared to how it used to be when you were young and compared to how it is now if i'm not wrong right yeah definitely i mean i think i think the big the big switch now obviously is that you know they put film in the camera anymore everything is digital well i i think the the big thing for me is that having learned you know grown up using film it it's a very good training because you know you you couldn't correct things in the same way so you had to get it right in camera and that's that's really kind of become an important part of the craft for me this idea that you don't you know you don't just do everything and sort of hope for the best and then you know correct it afterwards in photoshop you know i i grew up very much you know you had to get it right and i think that made you very sort of sp- uh, specific and you know definitely honed the, the craft of it 
Well, that's absolutely great. And well, one of the things about, you know, following your passion is that there are certain elements to it that specifically interests you. Sometimes even the process of doing the work. You know, when we talk about photography, you know, how it used to be versus how it is now. We used to have films before. Now we have SD cards, you know, everything is digitalized now. Did the transition from films to SD card affect your interest in, you know, in photography in any way? In a way, what I like to say now is that the camera isn't really important and the film isn't important. The digital, you know, I try not to let it be about the equipment. So, you know, people will always often ask, you know, what camera do you use? As if somehow, you know, if they used the same camera, they could take the same pictures. For me, it's much more about, you know, the idea, the the sure. the, the sort of art behind it, the thing you're trying to say. And, and honestly, however you get there, you know, it doesn't really matter whether you use, you know, a camera and a digital camera or film. Um, I think more important is that you're trying to find the path to, you know, express the idea that you want to share with the world. And, you know, you however you do that is is up to you but i don't think it changes you know the the actual sort of creativity of it you know the what i'm really trying to do is you know the the best photographs are the ones that are you know they're good ideas well executed and you know if you if you do that with daylight or with you know big fancy lights and film or digital it doesn't really matter as long as you know you're getting the idea across so how does it feel working alongside, you know, talented and established personnel such as, you know, Millie B. Brown, Benedict Cumberbatch, to name a few? Like, how how is the set of the environment like? Um, I mean, I guess now, you know, I, I've done it. I've done it a long time and many times. So, you know, it's not a very big deal to me. Um, I don't think I was ever particularly um starstruck by famous people you know they are just people and i think it's part of my job to you know be calm about that and you know treat them like everybody else you know i think the idea is you treat everybody you know well and everybody with respect not just you know famous people um i definitely think on shoots you know it's important to sort of you know make it fun and keep it interesting you know i think uh, fundamentally only strange people kind of enjoy being photographed. I think for most people it's a bit uncomfortable and if it's not uncomfortable it's a bit boring. So you know I'm always trying to kind of make people relax and you know reassure them and then you know with any luck make, make, actually make the, the process a bit fun and I think if you can make the shoe a bit fun you know you can definitely you can get different stuff. Mm -hmm. Talking about the current uh, pandemic in the world has it really affected your work? Uh, you mean in terms of the pandemic? Yes. Uh, yes, completely. I mean, you know, obviously um, for April and May, I, you know, I was in lockdown like everybody else, so I didn't do any shoots at all. And it hasn't really started again. Um, I know that some people are starting to work again, but I think one of the problems for me is that the, um, you know, some of the sort of the, the, I guess the you know the more well known or the more established actors and actresses, you know they're further on in their career, so they don't really want to risk anything. There's no need for them, so that you know I think a lot of them are just sort of saying you know we'll pretty much take this year off. So I really don't expect my work to return to sort of the level it was at um, until next year. So yeah, I mean yes, the, the short answer is it's, it's hugely affected it. Um, you know, having said that, I, I'm optimistic because I think. It's 
perfectly possible to photograph someone uh, in a safe way, you know, to socially distance. And, you know, I'd probably wear a mask and, you know, there's no problem for me being, you know, two metres away from someone when I photograph them. Um, I think it's just about those new sort of standards and practices being established and everybody becoming comfortable with them and I think the problem at the moment is that because they're new you know people are nervous about it and I think once we get used to it um, you know a, a sort of a new normality will return quite quickly. Talking about um, where we are from that is India mm -hmm. it is usually said that India is a very colorful country how do you view India? Um, I think that's true, definitely. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've travelled a bit in India and that was certainly my experience that it's very colourful, very friendly, um, very beautiful. Uh, so it's certainly somewhere that, you know, I'd like to go back to and like to, you know, travel more and work there. You know, the other thing I think, you know, particularly with relevance to me is that, um, you know, Bollywood in particular is, is the largest, uh, you know, film industry I think in the world, um, and you know, obviously, yeah, I am yeah. very yes, and I'm very connected to to Hollywood. So, you know, there, there's an interesting comparison to to me between those two worlds. Um, so I can imagine, you know, feeling quite comfortable in in that environment. You know, it's 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 not so different. One of the main points that I talk about from any content that I put out mm -hmm. is to shed some light on mental health. Mm -hmm. And I think that is one of the, that is the need of the hour right now, you know, uh, just looking at the pandemic and people get more time to just, you know, reflect and uh, people are just in their head nowadays. So what is your take when someone says mental health? I mean, I, what I would say is that one of the interesting things about the pandemic is, you know, one of the good things about it is it's been a, a moment for us all to to pause and, and you know, reflect and in a way, uh, you know, stop the sort of rushing and the madness. And I think it's very hard uh, normally in our work to do that, you know, because you're always going from one job to the next. So to actually stop and think for a minute, I think is great. Um, I mean, I think there's definitely a danger in the pandemic, you know, a lot of people spending, you know, a lot of time alone. And I think, you know, interaction with other people is terribly important for mental health. And I think, you know, if you live alone and you're in lockdown and you're not working and you're not, you know, expressing yourself and you're not communicating with other people, that's definitely um, a big concern. I mean, I think what's mm. exciting about the world now is that we have technology to help with that. So, you know, you can you can phone your friends, you can, you know, you can Skype, you can Zoom. And that's, you know, that's incredibly important. Um, but, you know, I, I hope in the sort of longer term that this is a chance for the world to really think about, you know, what it wants going forward. And, you know, uh, you know, it would be nice to see. I mean, I'm not, I don't want to be overly optimistic or unrealistic, but I think that the, certainly some changes that, you know, may occur is more people working from home. And I think that could be a good thing, you know, less commuting, that's good for the planet, less wasting your time traveling to and from an office. And it's, it seems very clear to me now that lots of companies are having to realize that, you know, they don't need to make their employees come in to a place of work. And I think that, you know, just in ecological terms will, will have a big impact on the world. You know, there are other things as well, which I would hope for, but, you know, may be unrealistic to expect, you know, all the capitalist structures of the world to completely uh, reorganize themselves. There's, there's, you know, things we can hope for, definitely. Um, so you, you are a photographer by profession, you enjoy it. And do you ever think that photography helps you with your mental standing? 
Very, very much so. I think that's a good question because I think what, what, what photography does for me is it takes me outside of myself. And I think when you're when you think about yourself all the time, you know, when your worldview is I, I, I or me, 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 it's a very unhealthy place to be. So for me, photography, I find it creating something gets me out of my own sense of self and into you know, the actual act of creation, you know, I really love. So the idea of sort of making things, you know, creating art, creating a picture is, is very exciting to me. So I find that very stimulating. But I also find this idea that you're you're thinking about something other than yourself. You know, you're putting something else out into the world, you know. And I don't mean I don't mean it in terms of, you know, I think there are some photographers who are, you know, they're doing it to earn lots of money or they're doing it because they want to make themselves well known. That's not, you know, what interests me. I think what interests me is that sort of pure moment when you are really making something, you know, and that's why I like collaborating with other people on set, you know, the subject and that all the people doing the hair and the makeup and the clothes, and, you know, together we are all making something that hopefully is, you know, bigger than any of us. And I think that is a very important mental health boost. True, sir. So, um, stepping aside, you know, mental health, uh, coming back to our original topic. So, what is your motivation when it comes to, you know, uh, when you had to envision what you're going to shoot? What is your motivation? I think it's really about telling stories. So, what tends to happen is, you know, someone will come to me and say, we want you to do a photograph of this person. And then I, research is very important for me. So, then I'll say... Um, okay, well, you know, why are you photographing them? What are they doing? What projects have they got on the go? What's what's happening next for them? And that will start to, sorry, and, and that will start to um, feed me ideas about what we might want to do with them. And, you know, very often those ideas are sort of stories that I want to tell or, you know, stories that we're going to make together. So my process then really becomes you know, I usually kind of go for a walk. I find walking very helpful for coming up with ideas. And I'll think of several ideas of things I want to do and then maybe discuss them, you know, either with the person commissioning me or with the person being photographed or both. So we're all on the same page, you know. And I think once you have an idea that everybody's interested in, it makes it much easier because again, you know, a bit like what I was saying before, then it doesn't become about me saying, this is what you have to do. It becomes about us telling a story together. And I think that's, that's, you know, much more engaging for everybody in the process. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, obviously, uh, you just told us on, um, you know, as to, what exactly motivates you and you know you envision what you're it's, it's just all about creativity right so did you have one particular photo shoot that you would like to tell us which you know just excited you and um i guess it you it was one of your uh, personal favorites i mean i like i like bodies of work i like portfolios so probably one of the sort of high points for me was doing the Hollywood portfolio for Vanity Fair in, I think it was 2015. Um, because when you do a lot of pictures, you know, I think there were like 40 pictures in that, um, in that portfolio. 
um, and you can see all that there's a section for it on my website but when you do all those pictures the pictures can balance off you know bounce off each other and you can tell stories through the pictures and then there's a sort of overriding theme across them and that's quite fun because you know quite often my work is quite sort of bitty by which I mean you know I might be doing one kind of shoot on the Monday and a completely different shoot on the Wednesday and a completely different one again on the Friday where they're not connected to each other they're three different things so to work on something that you know is a is a group of pictures is quite exciting because you know they're all referring to each other and they exist as a larger body of work um one more uh thing that I would like to address is you know um I've heard that you know the you have been uh, you have contributed to a cancer research you know you've been shooting for them yes which has raised over uh, 30 million uh, so far i think that's right yeah i mean it's it's sort of still going every time i get a number in my head they tell me that it's more but it you know it's good it's good that it's a you know nice big number because obviously you know it gives them more more money to do research with was was there any uh, any factor on as to you know any personal factor or was it and why did you think that was i mean doing it was a good idea why um, did you think you had to do it i mean they I, i you know i get asked to do quite a lot of charity things and you know i try and do as many of them as i can because i think it's important to you know i think it's important if you you know if you are able to to do these things you know not everybody can do something to help you know either because they've got health problems of their own or you know they're too busy or you know so i think if you have the ability to help i think it's important i mean again i think in a way it relates back to to what i said before that you know doing something to help like that again is you know less of the focus on me 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 you know more you're thinking about you know the world and i find that sort of mentally a healthy place to be um Uh, you know uh cancer research you know sometimes uh, you know they asked me that's that's part of the reason so they came to me and you know they were it was pretty clear what they were going to be doing and that you know they were going to be spending the money sensibly i'm always looking for charities that aren't spending much money on their own administration or their own process and you know the money is just going you know where it needs to go and that that, that they were very good on that front um there's been cancer in my family but i mean i think that's probably true of every family I, you know it's very unusual to meet someone who doesn't know anyone who had cancer so you know it, i think it touches all of us um but i guess you know it's just this idea of yeah doing doing something if you can okay so a good amount of you know background research goes into um into the uh, the charity yeah i mean i, try, I would say i try and research sort of everything okay. I do right the way through from you know researching the person I'm going to photograph and you know what what do I know about them and what do I want to say about them I think that's very important in terms of what you want the picture to say you know because it is a reflection of who that person is and by the same token yes if a charity you know I think some charities are better than others so you want to be if you're going to spend your time and ask other people to spend their time too you want to make sure that you're you know putting the effort in for a good charity that's going to you know use use the resources wisely that, that is true and um so if i can just take this back a time i mean a while ago when you were young why is that you chose to pursue politics was that was that your second interest if not uh photography um not really i mean only because 
it, I wasn't thinking, you know, my degree was politics, philosophy and economics. So it wasn't just politics. And I wasn't thinking, oh, you know, I want to be a politician. It was more what I liked about it, that degree was it was quite general. And when at school, in my later years at school, I specialised in maths and English. And, you know, that's quite an unusual combination. I think it's a very photographic combination, by the way, because in photography, you know, there is that mix of the technical, uh, you know, using the computers and the cameras and stuff and the creative. So, you know, I was never just an English major or just a maths major. And I think I've always had that mix. Um, so then the degree of politics, philosophy, economics felt like a mix between that, you know, the philosophy is much more the sort of thinking, creative side. Um, the economics is obviously more the sort of math side. Um, so I was quite interested in the sort of diversity, I would guess, for it as a degree. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, you have also published a couple of books. Yes, four. Yeah, four, I, exactly four. Um, how do you see being an author how do you see yourself being an author i mean the books in a way aren't aren't really any different to the other work you know i mean i'm an author in the sense that you know i i'm always taking photographs that are published you know so you know you're shooting them for a magazine you're shooting them you now for maybe an online magazine but you know you're still you're making a picture that's put out in the world so the book is just another another way of doing that so in that sense i don't think it's that different i guess the difference is you know books probably last a bit longer you know if you think about a magazine although people keep magazines you know generally there's an issue one month and then it's done and you're on to the next month's issue whereas you know a book you can keep on your shelf for much longer so i quite like the longevity of books and then you know again like i said before um i think it's about the body of work is quite interesting that's one thing i do like about books that you can say you know, I'm not just going to do two or three pictures or even 10 pictures, you know, for a story. This is a this is, you know, could be 50, 60, 100 pictures that all come together in some way. So that's a, in a way a sort of broader and bigger artistic statement, I suppose. Before we close this podcast, we've come to an end of this podcast. Uh, the main reason we do this podcast, like I stated earlier, was to motivate and inspire people out there with similar skills and talent and who want to make, make that their future and pursue their passion. Do you think you have any advice for our listeners out there? Well, one thing I would say, you know, if you want to, if you want to be a photographer, I mean, I, there's two things I suppose I'd say. One is, you know, if you want to be a photographer, then obviously just take pictures. There really is no substitute for that. Just take as many pictures as you can. Practice, practice, practice. That's how you learn, you know, both how to get better at it, but also what you're interested in taking pictures of. But I would say more generally than that, not for just people who want to be photographers, but for people who want to be creative, you know, use use those creative muscles, you know, create stuff don't and especially when you're starting out don't worry about pleasing other people you know don't worry about you know thinking well I need to do this because this is what people want just think about what you want that's really I think the most important thing is what 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 excites you what interests you you know in terms of pleasing other people you know that can come later as you put your work out there into the world but you have to work out what it is that you want to say first and you know in a way for me the sort of the biggest decision really was, am I going to make my living being a photographer? I mean, there was no question I was always going to take pictures, but, you know, I could have spent my life, 
I could have been a lawyer, you know, and just taken pictures in the evenings and weekends for myself and not shown them to anybody. And I think that's just as creative and just as legitimate. Um, the, but, you know, there is a point at which you say, no, OK, this is what I'm this is what I'm going to this is how I will earn my living. And I think I did that really because it meant I could spend more time doing it. You know, the idea of being a lawyer means that you're, you know, 80% of your time, you're not being a photographer. And so I thought, well, the way to spend most of my time being a photographer is then, you know, for it to become my living. And I think then I worked out afterwards um, that actually that, that decision was a good one because then I got to work with other people and that helped me create, you know. So I think there's definitely something exciting about collaborating with others. Mm. to to create stuff and i found i found that quite inspiring and one of the things that uh you know uh, i just wanted to ask you before we end this podcast is who inspired you to pursue photography or you know come up as a photographer who was your main inspiration i mean i wouldn't say there was one i would say there were lots i mean in a, in a way it's a, a very hard question to answer because i always was just interested in photography. So I don't remember there being a moment where I suddenly thought, oh, look, I've discovered it, you know, on this day. And there it was. Uh, I mean, my father was important in a way because he always had cameras. So cameras were in the house and he took pictures. So I was aware of photography as a thing. And then as I looked at it more, you know, and I, you know, I grew up in a city, so I would go and look at exhibitions and that would excite me seeing other photographers work. You know, there's lots of photographers whose work I like. Um, so I would, you know, see their work and then I would look at magazines and books and, you know, you're sort of soaking it all in. And uh, so I think that really just kind of inspired me. But I, I don't think there was sort of one moment. I think there was more just always an awareness of it. And then, you know, and I, th- I think the turning point in a way is when you say, Oh, I don't just want to appreciate pictures and look at other people's pictures. I want to make my own. And that is when, you know, then getting a camera. And again, my father was very supportive there. You know, he he gave me a camera when I was little and a better camera when I was older. And, uh, you know, he would he would talk to me about it so that I could learn, you know, my my own process, if you like. Okay. With that, we've come to an end on this podcast. Thank you guys for listening. And thank you, Mr. Jason Bell, for being on our podcast. So My pleasure. Any other thing you want to say to our listeners out there? No, I mean, I just think if, if anyone, you know, if you're thinking of doing it, go ahead and do it. Don't, don't you know, be brave. Don't, don't be shy about it. And if, you know, otherwise, you know, if you just want to look at it, uh, you know, go and go and look at work, go and look at exhibitions, look at pictures. But, you know, don't, I don't, you know, I guess, yeah, just don't try and please other people to work out what it is you want to say. Hmm. Okay, make sure to check out Jason Bell on Instagram at Jason Bell Photos and also his official website. All links will be in the description below and we'll see you in our next podcast with a new guest. Thank you.